Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. When our officers responded, they were presented with an individual with a bow and arrow who pointed that bow and arrow at them. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. New details emerging tonight about a man accused of trying to use a bow and arrow to carjack at least three different people all over Metro Atlanta. So this is a very bizarre situation here, Jennifer, coming to an end in Marietta when police say the man pointed the bow and arrow at them and then the officer opened fire. Just last week in Atlanta, there was a string of carjackings, but these had a rather frightening twist. I'm joined by reporter and anchor Natisha Lance at WXIA 11 Alive in Atlanta, Georgia. Natisha, these carjackings really were just bizarre. It is so bizarre. And I think you hear bow and arrow. I mean, carjackings are not that unfamiliar, but when you hear that the mode and the method of it happening as a bow and arrow, that really makes you perk up and just think, what, wait, what is going on? So, yeah, it was an extremely bizarre situation. And Natisha, as I understand it, this happened right in midtown Atlanta. So, you know, sort of smack dab in the middle of town, right next to downtown. Yeah, not too far away from downtown. Um, Midtown is probably more traffic than even the downtown area. Um, Most people go to Midtown. It's where our biggest park is. Um, There's a lot of traffic in the area. So Midtown, I would say, is like the center of the city. Now, I know these took place in the morning. There was a a man involved in one attack, and then there was a woman as well, both on their way to work. Was the first one involving the woman? Actually, from what we're we're seeing from all the police reports, she was the last one. So actually, we believe the first one was um, a guy who was on his way to work. He was getting there early because he was going to go work out at the gym. 6 a.m., he is driving into the parking garage at his office, which is actually just a couple blocks away from where this woman ended up being carjacked. And he says a guy pops up out of nowhere, and he has a fire extinguisher. And he also is holding a bow and arrow in his other hand. Threw a fire extinguisher at me and um, kind of waited for me to exit my vehicle. He hits the hood of the car. He hits the roof of the car. He hits the back of the car. He shatters his back win- window. And the guy said, you know, it was probably in his favor um, that it was so early in the morning because he was kind of still out of it. And he said he thinks The intention of the man was to get him, obviously, to get out of the car so that he could take his car. And while he was sitting in the car, he was able to call 911. The guy ultimately ran off into a construction site, and that was the last that he had seen him. Then there's another call that police get. This is a a little ways away. Um, And the, the two may have been interchanged, but this is a little ways away. Um, at SCAD, which is uh, the art design school, which is just a little ways um, up from where this happened. And there's a security guard who also says that he was uh, potentially a victim in a carjacking, but he was able to drive away. Police did show up to that location. They didn't see the man, um, but while they were there, they got the calls for the other guy and then ended up finding out about the woman. 
Now, what the woman says is that she was driving toward this busy intersection up 17th Street. She saw the man cross West Peachtree, which is a street in front of her. And before she could make it through the intersection, all of a sudden her windshield is hit. She hears this big boom. And she pulls over on the side of the road. Obviously, she's really rattled by what happened. The guy comes up to the door. He opens the door, and he's trying to get her out of the car. And she said at first, she said no. She wasn't going to get out of the car. And she said he lifted up the bow and arrow, pointed it at her. And she said, I was in a really vulnerable position because I'm locked in. I have my seatbelt on and he's pointing this bow and arrow at me at close range. He said, give me your car. Give me your vehicle. I don't want to have to hurt you. There's a big hole in my windshield and glasses everywhere. I was shocked. I was scared. I was wondering why he did it. And she ultimately did get out and the guy was able to steal her car. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. All right, so these two people attacked... Uh, you know, just randomly, right, in Midtown. And then the suspect takes off in in a vehicle and gets away at least for time, right? Yeah, he's able to make it to Marietta, which is probably about, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 minutes away, depending on the traffic that day. Could have been a little bit longer. And he ultimately ends up crashing the car. At first, officers here in Marietta thought it was just a car crash, and they expected to find someone inside the car who needed medical help. But it turns out there was no one in the car. Instead, police say a man outside of the car grabbed a bow and arrow and pointed it at officers. He's hiding in some bushes. Police do respond to the scene. And what police say is that he pointed his weapon, the bow and arrow, at them, and so they shot him. He was not critically injured, but he was injured um, taken to the hospital. Last check, he was in stable condition. Did police say anything about the fact that he had a bow and arrow? Had they seen anything like this before? I don't think they had. Um, it was bizarre all around. You know, that's one of those where everyone just kind of felt like, huh, we've never seen that before. Did, did we hear anything else about this suspect or anything about his background or, or if he had previous arrests? You know, we haven't. Um, One of the victims told me that she had spoken with police and she says that they shared with her that there were some mental health issues that were involved, although we have not been able to independently confirm that. Um, But no, police have not given us any other additional details about the suspect. So a 29-year-old male goes on this, you know, short-lived spree, but clearly terrifying. There was a a deadly... Dabbing that I believe is still unsolved, right, in Midtown. So I know people in Atlanta are a little bit on edge, too, right? Yeah. It's been um, a wild, very unnerving summer leading into fall. So, yeah, people are definitely on edge. And there have been you know, several unsolved murders and uh, crimes that have happened, but that being the most gruesome as well. And so these bizarre crimes keep happening, and the one at Piedmont Park was just horrific from all points of view, including the perspective of police. 
And in speaking with both victims, right? I mean, I, I, this is the kind of thing that just like, you know, it, it would be tough to let go of that memory of just driving to work and having somebody jump out and do this kind of thing. Yeah, it's um, it definitely, the, the woman we spoke to, I spoke to was much more shaken. She's the one whose car was taken. Um, she wanted to keep her identity private. So I ended up speaking to her over the phone, but you could still hear the tremor in her voice. And it sounded like she was still just processing everything, but she said that she was, had been depressed and stressed and sad, and she wanted to know why this man decided to wrap her up in her chaos. And, you know, you also think about the personal aspect of it, which is her car, she says, is the only mode of transportation for she and her family. And there's a lot of, you know, she and her partner both work. They have a child, and he has to go to work and run errands and things like that. And so now there's three people who have to make a living, who don't have a mode of transportation. And maybe even worse, she says that she was four payments away from paying off her car. Um, so, yeah, it, it was extremely traumatizing for her. Um and it sounds like she was going to get some help for that, but she didn't know exactly what her next step was going to be when I spoke with her. Yeah. And, and the other guy's car got banged up, but he's lucky to walk away from this one, I think. Yeah. And we had a tough time trying to find him and track him down. He lived um, outside the city about 45 minutes away, and he just moved back to Atlanta from Virginia. And so he was staying with his mom. And I showed up at the door and asked if he was home. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah. But he was taking a nap. So he woke up from his nap and he was just kind of, yeah, sure, you can talk to me. But he was pretty laid back about the whole thing. He just said, you know, that's not something that you expect. It didn't really make my day or my week that much better. His car is probably going to be thousands of dollars worth of damage. Doesn't know exactly how it's going to get paid for. Um, But for the most part, he's seen... He was—he just said it was surreal. He still seems shocked about the whole situation. Yeah, really scary. All right, Natisha Lance at 11 Live in Atlanta, Georgia. Thanks, thanks so much for talking to us. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday, Monday through Friday, with new episodes. Be sure to let your friends and family know about The Daily Crime. We'll see you next time for Vault Studios. Will Johnson.